Yes, Father Sun Galaxy, thank you so much. We've been gone for a little bit. Thanks, Keith. <laughs> All right, this is Father Sun Galaxy. I yep. am Kerwin, and this is Keith. Keith. Yeah, we, we, we've gotten a little bit behind, so we want to catch up. Uh, so I know up, up, to, up to this point, you've probably seen so many reviews of episode Dead. four, season two. Dead. Yes? Bruh. Yes? Bruh. What does that mean? Just bruh. Okay. All right. You have seen so many reviews of season okay. two, episode four. What's one more? All right. So here we are. Elise is coming right before episode five premieres tomorrow. We are going to talk about, am I missing something? I just want to make sure. No, you're not missing anything. Okay. All right. I just figured we should get to the content. Okay. Telling people they've seen this before. Okay. All right. Season two, episode four, called Heart of the TVA. Written by Eric Martin and Catherine Blair. Directed by Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson. All right. Let's start. Now, what I'm enjoying the most about this series are the characters, right? And the actors who are very, this is a very well cast um, series. Uh, I love the characters. Let's start breaking down some of the characters, where they are, where they stand right now in this season. Let's start with Victor Timely, all right? Jonathan Majors, okay. Now, his performance, you know, apparently is polarizing. Okay, you know, some people enjoy his performance, some don't. I'm in the the the, the camp that loves his performance. I Me think too. it's well done. Yeah, I who mean, who doesn't like it? Well, you know, some people do. Yeah, like who? I, name names. I don't. I can't name names. People out there in the social media world. I'll find them. Okay. <laughs> I'll find them and I'll pour them a cup of hot cocoa and tell them why they're wrong. Okay, you don't need to do that. But anyway, so get it. I don't. No. Victor Timely loves hot chocolate. Oh, the hot there you go. Machine. Okay. Yes, yes, you're right. You're right. Okay. That's that's not a problem. Okay. Um, so what I like about how he's portraying Timely, this character is completely different than He Who Remains. Very right? eccentric. Yeah, very eccentric. And he's he's got nervous tics. He has a stuttering problem, but he's very brilliant. Right? Very bright. Very yeah. genius. He's far removed from he who remains yeah. who's still very smart but he's diabolical he's plotting everything behind people's backs that's a good point he, yeah. he, he jokes a bit but like he's not he's not funny yes you're right you don't know if you can trust him right but so far we've seen three main players of kang variants mm -hmm. it was first off with he who remains and loki then kang the conqueror in quantumania which is like his final form and then here we have Victor Timely, which is a variant. By the way, Kang's real name is Nathaniel Richards. And here's something. I, I really wanted to say this, you know. Nathaniel Richards, once again, I said this last episode. Iron Lad, everybody. Maybe there's an Iron Lad variant out there that they could recruit for the new Avengers. Who the knows? Avengers. Yeah. Well, we already have Ironheart, and that show's coming out soon. But maybe they'll introduce Iron Lad and... Also, Armor Wars. We don't know. Yeah, we, you know, Iron Heart should probably come before Iron Armor Wars, so we could get a we could get like a Tony Stark AI. Yeah, I've heard and we that. We could put a Stark AI in a suit. Yeah, that and give him a hologram. That is possible, and you know, and Timely had some very great lines. Right, <laughs> one of them was at the beginning when he arrived at the TVA. And Loki and Mobius are looking for him. And, you know, Loki says, well, you have to trust us. Come with us. And he says he's from Chicago, you know, the, the shadyocracy capital of the world. Um, I trust no one. And then when he sees um, uh, the other variant, uh, uh, Sylvie, a approach, and he says, oh, you know, it's a party. And then there's... And he's like, yeah. the... the Effervescent clock yes. lady monster wants me. Yes, how he refers to Miss Menace. That was the pretty funny. Effervescent clock that, lady that was monster. A good one. Yes, yes. Everybody wants me, and so is this clock monster. Okay. All right. So that's timely. Victor Timely is a comedic genius. Now, of course, we'll, we'll get back to Timely and uh, we'll talk more about his that untimely character. demise. Well, how about that? There you go. All right. You 
We did say it's a spoiler review, and obviously it's a spoiler review, right? Okay. Let's talk about B15. Yeah, that not... did not make me feel good. That, well, did not, that did not brighten up my day. Okay, well, when we get to that point, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think he's really gone? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about it some more then. Towards I'd the rather end. not, but okay. Okay. Well, you don't, you don't want to talk about no, it? No, I'm don't just have to kidding. Talk we'll talk about it. B-15. So this is a character we don't talk much about, but I get the feeling that B-15, if the TVA still exists, that she is be- going to become a leader in this in this organization. I, so. I just Yeah, she's just grooming to take over because, uh, you know, if you look at this episode and what she's been doing up to this point, you know, she is taking on these leadership roles. She's got this uh, quality of, ne- of negotiating with people, as we're talking about when she's with General Docs and, and her team trying to negotiate something with them. She is very, uh, very, she has a lot of care uh, about these people are on the timeline, right? Or, or, or uh, branches. Which is surprising because she just grew, grew caring for these people out of nowhere. Like at the beginning of the show, she was like pruning people left and right, pulling people off the timeline. Right, right. And now she cares. And also, sure. maybe if she, I don't, I'm not sure if she'll be the next Renslayer, but maybe she'll at least be like a general. Who knows? Yeah. The I, general seem to I be see like her the in the leadership step. role. Yeah. But I think I think she could be the next Renslayer, the next leader of the TVA. Maybe they'll even make a Miss Minutes 2.0. Why not? Okay, Which would well, be cool because maybe we can have an arc about Miss Minutes meeting Miss Minutes 2.0 and then them having a fight. You know, the effervescent clock lady monsters fighting each other. Yeah. That's so fun. That's so fun to say. And uh, B-15 is played by actor Wunmi Masaki. Now, you don't know this because you didn't watch this show. It's a HBO show called Lovecraft Country. Oh, boy. Yes. Um, Jonathan great... Majors came off of that show. Right? Exactly. That was my point. I was going to say Jonathan Majors and uh, Wumi Masaki were both in that series. So awesome. what a coincidence. Okay. Um, and then another point where she was talking, there was a great scene where she was talking to the judge. All right. And the judge, if you remember from episode, the first episode, made the decision to stop pruning, right? Because she saw that the branches were just getting out of whack. Um, and, you know, pruning would risk lives. Um, so the judge made a decision and says, okay, you know, for the time being or until further notice, we're going to stop pruning. So she has this conversation with the judge uh, and the judge wants to know what she thinks, you know, like, what do you want to do? B-15 and B-15 says it's time for a change. And that the new TVA, you know, the way it's running now, would be worth protecting. But she's a little hesitant, B-15 is hesitant, that she can get other people to get on board. But what the judge says to her, which is very nice, she says, you changed me. Meaning that you changed my way of and thinking. And you convinced me. Yes, convincing. Yeah. You got you got no problem talking to anybody else. Yeah, right. So to me, that makes for a great leader. So I, I really think she's going to really play a role in how the TVA is going to be running going forward if there is a TVA. All right. So that moves us into Docs. Yeah. And X5. So General Docs has nothing to do with doxing. Uh, she is in jail, as we know, and it's not looking great. She's in jail. She's going to chill in. And she's just like, listen, Brad. Shut up, all right? We already heard all about your life on the timeline. Nobody cares. And then all of a sudden, guess who shows up? Ravona Renslayer and Miss Minutes. And they need followers. And she is not about to take prisoners. Right, so this is interesting because B-15 comes in to this holding cell. And we saw this holding cell the last time when Brad... You know, he's Brad, the actor on his timeline, uh, X5, uh, comes in, B-15 comes into the same room, X5, again, is in custody along with Docs and uh, a lot of the Minutemen, you know, who were the ones responsible for the pruning and uh, setting off the the explosives and the uh, resetting the timeline. B-15 comes in and sees that she can have a conversation with her and say, hey, I don't want to do this. 
But let's work together. Let's you know get you on board, you know, and we run the, me of run the timeline a, 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 a little bit differently than it used to run before. Yeah, B fifteen reminds me of Finn in a way in that she's a soldier who doesn't have a real name, like just how much like how Finn was FN two one eight seven. She's just B fifteen. That's a good point. So that's like an awful name. I mean, I'd be feeling really upset if somebody just always referred to me as B fifteen. Right. She should get a name. Well, I'm sure she had one, and maybe yeah. I don't maybe know, we'll get a name at the end of the show, like at least Mobius. Or at the end of the episode, right? Like yeah. Mobius has end a name, Ravona has a name, Loki, Sylvie, they all have names. But B15 is like the only character on our cast who doesn't have a real name. Even Ouroboros has a name. Ouroboros, mm. yeah. Ob for short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, she's just a number. Yeah. Well. I'm sure she has a name. We'll find out what that is. So again, you know, she approaches Docs and the team. Docs, it seemed like she was thinking it over. You know, yeah, she was going to consider. Yeah, she just kind of wanted to get out of jail. Yeah, she was going to consider a B-15's proposal. Emphasis on was right, and then here comes Renslayer and Miss Menace. Trouble walks into the room, and Fetish. Renslayer wants the same thing that B-15 wants, except that she wants to make sure that she is the one that is constantly running, that is continually running the TVA and no one else. She wants power and control all for herself. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Um, I think we had a comment from uh, Alex. All right. So we're Hi, on Alex, the Q&A. By the way. Thank you, all everyone, right. for joining us. By the way, let me just say thank you to all who are here. Um, you know, If you're new to the channel, welcome. Uh, thank you. If you're watching us on Instagram, as always, thank you very much. I know we were just jump right into it. So thank you, everyone. Alex says, great comparison, Keith. I can see how Fennec and B-15 are similar. I hope, too, uh, we get a name for B-15. You mean like Fennec Shan? Cause... Yeah, you said Finn. Yeah, I said right, Finn. Finn. Right, Finn. Right. No, but... Yeah. Oh, you have leaks for episode five. Uh-oh. I mean... Carter Luna says leaks for episode five. No leaks. The actually, <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't want any leaks. No. Yeah, no, honestly, no, no. Uh, I, it, please don't, not, yeah. don't put them in chat. Okay, we yeah, can't, it's, it's, we can't, we can't have our uh, viewer pool contaminated. Right. I mean, you know, I don't really want to share any spoilers with people who don't want to hear them in chat for an episode that's not out yet. Fanatics, thank you, thank you for joining us. Hello to you. Yeah, we so, don't uh, keep your keep your keep your account. Don't share it with us. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, tomorrow, the, the episode is going to drop in 24 hours. So, you know, let's just wait. Yeah. Well, I can't. So, you know what? You can't. <laughs> no, no leaks. No leaks. All right. So, Renslayer. No leaks. Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. Really enjoying the show so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Loki is, is is pretty cool. Love it. Uh, Alex, not to worry about it. Miss Heard, you thought you said Fennec. Oh, Fennec. no problem. Yeah. Uh, Alex says, I like how Docs is marked is a more complex character, definitely an antagonist, but she did, as you said, consider B-15's proposal and respects how B-15 has integrity. I like yeah. that word, integrity. You know, Doc's even had to call that out in the show. Like, you know, she respected how B-15, she wasn't about to just throw Doc's and everybody who worked with her into a jail cell and then watch them rot. She was like, listen, we're giving you a chance. Come on, you gotta, you gotta stick with us. Yeah, right. And... Gave them options. Mm-hmm. Got it. All yeah. right. So now Renslayer is here. Now let's let's not forget about Brad. All right. So we know Brad enjoys his time on his timeline. So he can't wait to get back to being an actor. This this big actor. I guess he's a big actor. Um, you know, he loves the limelight, the spotlight. So he wants to get back there. So he would do. Excuse me. He would do anything he can. To get back to his timeline. Okay. So Renslayer comes in with Miss Minutes and she has an offer for them, right? Um, so she wants to, you know, of course, keep the timeline secret, sacred. Um, she was once the commander of the TVA military. All right. He who remains, remember at the end of the last episode, episode three, Miss Minutes had a secret that she felt that Renslayer would be very upset to know about if she heard it. Well, here it is. And she heard about it in the, at the right at the beginning of the episode. And it's uh, they see a, a recording. Yes, like a hologram. Uh, or a hologram, right, of Renslayer and He Who Remains. And the two of them are talking as if 
they're going to be partners, you know? As if they're old friends yes. or something more. Right. And he made this promise that he, who remains, and Renslayer were going to lead the TVA together. And he called her a marvel. How about that? Oh, says, no, I kid you not. If we see Renslayer in the marbles, I'm going to Well, flip. no, I, well, I don't think that, that yes, means anything. That I'm going to flip. Okay. I'm going to flip like you know, a lid. You know, that's funny. I think someone brought that up a while back about Renslayer being the antagonist in the Marvels movie, but I don't yeah, think that's Yeah, we don't really happen. know much of the Marvels. No, no, you know no, we don't. funny, though? I think they upgraded Carol Danvers' costume. Okay. For the movie. And also, what... What is happening in the Marvels? Like, I don't really, <laughs> I don't, know. I don't really know. And we got tell. three Marvels, which is going to be awesome. Yes, but right. I still have no idea what that movie's about. Do you? No. Yeah. All right. Okay. So staying I've also on got this weird scenario playing out in my head. Like, what if the Marvel universe was absolutely perfect and nobody ever died? That's your what if scenario. Yeah, but you know what? We'd be losing a lot. Like, uh, Spectre would never get powers, right? And Billy and Tommy would never be introduced to the MCU. We'd never have White Vision. Speaking of which, White Vision just disappeared. Like, I don't know what happened, but White Vision just all of a sudden said, Bye. And we haven't seen him since January of 2021. Like, where'd he go? Okay. Back to Renslayer. Ready? Okay, Renslayer. So after Ravona leaves, you know, he makes this promise that the two of them are going to run to TVA, and she walks away and remains, turns to Miss Minutes and says... Activate Protocol 42. Protocol 42, which was Activate Order 66. Oh, no, wait, wrong wrong show. Wrong, wrong, Wrong franchise. Something very similar to that. Now, 42, when I heard the number 42, I obviously thought of you because you have a connection to that number. Well, not you, but Marvel. There's a Marvel connection to that number 42. Yeah. So also, guess what? 42 happens to be the number of the spider that bit Miles Morales. And it's also the number of the world that Prowler Miles is from. That Earth is Earth 42. And the forty-two spider was supposed to bite him, which we saw in um in into the Spider Verse, because his spider sense was originally green and purple, like the Prowler, because that world's Miles was supposed to be the Prowler, but he ends up becoming Spider-Man, and as such, his canon event is that Uncle Aaron dies rather than his dad. Whether whether that's just been prolonged and if it's still happening, yeah. we don't really know. Honestly, I feel like it's going to be too predictable if Miles' dad dies. It could go two ways, honestly. They could either play us thinking it's too predictable and actually go through with it, or they could uh, they could go around it and, and just not take out anybody. And Into the Spider-Verse drops soon, isn't it? Beyond the Spider-Verse, yeah. Uh, or is it Across the Spider-Verse? Now, I got, now I'm getting the names. Into the Spider-Verse now. and Across the Spider-Verse are already out. Beyond the Spider-Verse is what's coming next. Yes, right. So I think one of them just dropped recently. Uh, across the Spider-Verse is on the, Netflix. Yep, there you go. Okay. All right, so that's the, the significance of 42. All right. So now Ravona sees this, and of course she's upset. And Miss Menace says to her, well, Oh, you by know, the way, 42 erased their memories. Yes, right. Did I say that? Yeah, well, that was what Protocol 42 is, you know, erasing the memories of not just Ravona, but everyone in the TVA, as we already know, right? So Ravona did all this work for him and got nothing in return, right? All of her memories erased. And then Miss Menace asked the question, well, do we really need he who remains. Maybe, I'm sure if he who remains, re, I'm sure if he who remains remains weren't sitting in front of them, she would have taken him out herself. Well, I don't know. If she would have been that angry to take him out. I would have been. I mean, she's not Sylvie. <laughs> you know, right. Sylvie had a somebody a decided to kill who he who remains and ruined my life. That's right. Yeah, Ob was not happy. All right. So Ob, now, Ob, the absolute MVP of this season. Yes. What a goat. Kihi Kwan. What what more can we say? Kihi Kwan, everybody. Okay, we're gonna get to Kihi Kwan. Woo! Let's talk about. That's what it's all about. That's what I'm talking about. Let's talk Woo! about this Evervescent Clock Lady. 
monster. Yes. Miss Minutes. Oh, man. Miss Minutes is quite a menace to society. wicked. (laughs) All right. I'm making all types of name puns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right. So, Renslayer, Miss Minutes, like I said, they want Docs and her team to help run the TVA. And the temporal loom is also imploding. So, Docs and her team, they decide absolutely not. So, Renslayer is like... Anybody want to join? And Brad stands out of the crowd and he says, you know what? I'll do it. Because he really wants to get back to life on the timeline, being a successful actor and all. But everybody else on Dox's side would rather perish than join Red Slayer. And so they do. And Miss Minutes, being the absolute menace to society that she is, decides to pull the machine. Remember that machine Loki used in episode three? To torture When he Brad. put Brad in the yeah, box. Right. Well, uh, he didn't actually... He didn't actually shrink him. He didn't do what Block did. He just scared him. By the way, this is actually the exact same power we saw in season five of The Flash. It was like episode two. (laughs) The character's name was Block, believe it or not. Okay. Don't don't go too far out of the way. Put things into blocks. But the weird part was they had the exact same weight. It's just the area. The surface area was compressed. Okay. It's like if you take... By the way, what weighs more, 50 pounds of feathers or 50 pounds of dumbbells? Dumbbells. Well, well both, because it's, it's 50 pounds exactly. So if you had 50 pounds of feathers and 50 pounds of dumbbells, oh, it's the same they way. would have to equally weigh each other. Okay, that was a trick question, Keith. But if you had one feather and one yeah. dumbbell, then the dumbbell okay. would weigh more. Okay. I actually learned that like a while ago because I didn't think that earlier. Miss Minutes? All right, we finished up with Miss Minutes. Oh, yeah, Miss Minutes, okay. uh, she, well, let's just say, yeah. uh, looks she, like somebody's ready to be shipped. Now, this is interesting. Now, like you said, Doc says she would rather die than work for Renslayer. That's deep. You know what I mean? Like, she she had disdain or, or you know, hatred for this woman so much that she'd rather give her life before working for her. Mm, that's, that's powerful. That speaks something. You know, that And she actually did. And, you know, she and, went through it. And do you want you That's wonder, not funny though. That's I'm not you, trying to make a joke. Just, you as Renslayer, yikes. how does that sound when someone says that to you that they rather sacrifice themselves than work for you? And you're standing there and you're watching them. You know, their lives being taken away. They didn't sacrifice themselves, but their lives are being taken okay. away by Miss Minutes. Okay. And 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 crushed. It's just wow. Yeah. Very Miss, interesting. Miss Minutes one of, needs one to of the shocking chill scenes out. of of that episode. And yeah. then again, back to B fifteen. She walks in, sees yeah. that mess, and, and, and you just, see the look on she's her just face. Like, it's just like she couldn't believe what she was seeing. It's by like, the way, yeah. horror movies would be so short. If every character had more than two brain cells, like if you see something that looks disturbing and you're in a, a room yeah. where you don't know if there's anybody else, Miss Minutes could have jumped out the corner and pulled out the box machine. Like you back out and you turn tail and run. I mean, Miss Minutes can't really chase you in a hallway full of people. So. Okay. All right. Same thing with literally every other movie. Okay. All right. Let's. Okay. And then, by the way, Brad, of course, was not caught in the box. So he went on and he's ready to work with Miss Minutes. Brad observed. Yeah. Brad. Yeah. Brad. Like, again, Brad is in for himself. Brad just just wants to get back on. He just wanted to go back to his acting, you know, acting career. And he did not. he, He survived. All right. Uh, Sylvie and Loki. Now, we didn't see much of Loki in this episode, which I'm not complaining, but we did have a great scene with Loki and Sylvie, and the two of them are at odds, as usual, Um, but they both have very good points as to who they think should run the TVA, what, what their roles are in the TVA. Of course, Loki thinks that you know, someone like him needs to run it, right? He's okay with people having free will, but there has to be some type of control, right? Like he's a like he, he needs to police the people. Like, you know, we have law and order here. 
even though we have free will to do the things we want to do, we still have laws that we need to follow. And I think that's the point that Loki was trying to make that you just can't have, you know, the TVA run itself. Somebody has to be here and keep things in order, right? Now, Sylvie's side of things is that, well, she's worried that we're putting this the future of our lives and the TVA in the hands of people like Victor Timely and OB and Casey. You know, like, do we know? I mean, are they capable of, of, of controlling this loom or saving us from destruction we don't no. know all right so no they yeah. are not yeah so you know loki uh, you know ends the the conversation by saying you know we're saving lives we have hope people can live free on a timeline but the timeline needs to be controlled and uh, sylvie says to him well you're sounding as if you know we're playing god and loki's response is we are gods there you go all right Okay. All right, access denied. Yes, that's right. So By the way, what? Miss Minutes is kind of pulling a Jurassic Park. You remember when uh, when Newman, yes. I'm calling him his Seinfeld name, when Newman hacked the machines, and that's he's right. like, uh-uh-uh, you didn't say the magic uh, word. Uh, uh. Yeah, I remember that, yes. So that's what Miss Minutes is doing here. She's like hacking everyone's devices, like, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> and Miss Minutes is controlling every TVA system. And Loki, by the way, he is in the future. And I'm understanding now that it's a time loop. So you remember back in episode one, when Loki was in the timeline and he saw Sylvie. He was in the future. And he saw Sylvie. But he never did get that time stick. But he was pruned anyway. Yeah, that's right. Now we, we know, know why. Yep. Because the future Loki had to prune past Loki for him to exist. Exactly right. Because if he didn't get pruned in the past, he right. would have been stuck in the future. That's true, right. And, right, well, the time slipping would have been the least of his worries, but you're right. He would have not been able to get back to um, his uh, present life. Now, what is the plan? So, of course, there's always a plan going on. OB, we're in OB's, uh, you know, we're in that control room where the the... the the loom is located and you know he brings out this not for scale model of the uh the the walkway the gangway Certainly they call not it. To scale. right and he explains what needs to be done to save us save them and save this timeline from exploding all right so he says someone's going to need to take the throughput multiplier down to the gangway that's that that stretch of a walkway, the same walkway that Mobius took, right, to save Loki. Well, the problem is this walkway is now full of radiation, right? And it's more dangerous than it was in the first episode. So, and once you walk the gangway, you know, load the multiplier onto the launcher, hit the green button, launch the multiplier to the loom, scale the loom, and manage the branch backlog, right? So that takes care of the backlog. Now, of course, um, the problem is that you need to make the rings on the loom bigger uh, so more branches can fit through. And the launcher that they have doesn't work, right? Um, Mobius, uh, okay, so you know, Mobius mentions to them that, okay, well, you, somebody needs to go out there and be the one to actually take the multiplier and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, and the person needs to be super fast. And the second problem is the multiplier does not work because the temporal decay outpaces the multiplier. So uh, my impression is that the the loom uh, ages faster than the multiplier, so they didn't quite have the correct multiplier needed. So Timely understood this and created his own multiplier back in the day, and he, he has a prototype. Uh, so will it work? Will it work? It, it, we'll find out. Okay. All right. So here we go. Time to be brave. Yikes. Before we start that, let's go to Q&A. Thank you so much, everyone. Yeah. I know this is a lot of information. Yes. I'm missing something. No, you're not. Yes. You're calling my name. Bruh. I, I, never mind. Okay. All right. Go to Q&A. We're at Q&A. All right. Q&A. I think both Loki and Sylvia are right in some ways. There needs to be some rules. However... Who would be a good leader? How should a leader be determined? Tough questions with no good answers. Do you good have 
Yeah. Okay. I thought maybe you would have an answer. No. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. You know, I'm rooting for Loki, but that's only because he's like my well, favorite character. I mean, again, I'm I'm thinking it's neither one of them. I think it's going to be B15 leading the the TVA. Okay. Q and A. That's it. <laughs> that that was it. We don't have any new questions. Okay. All right. So now, oh, time God. to be brave. All right. Uh, so that hurts. Everyone is trying to decide. Well, not everyone, but you know, Mobius is telling Loki he should be the one to go out there. The <laughs> I love how Mobius Loki said, "Well, why me?" And so, well, I went out there the first time. Well, this little guy here, this you know, model here, looks like you, and timely says, and "Okay." Like, it's, and so he's like, "It's got a helmet on. It doesn't look like anyone." Right, exactly. And so timely finally says, "That's not more like docs that it did." That's alright. No, no, no. It's good. She's like, it's got a helmet on. It doesn't look like anyone. And 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 Loki's just like, fine, I'll do it. Right. And then Shut up, Mobius. And then and then Victor Timely's like, no, it should be me. Yeah. Time to be brave. So he puts on the suit and he's running down the gangway like he's dude's really hoofing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Spaghettios, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh oh, Spaghettios. Yeah. Um, you can see his skeleton. Uh, it was, it, it was, graphic. It was not pretty. It, it was, it was a shock. It was worse we, than the time slipping, man. Yeah. We had no idea that was going to happen. So he goes out there and tries attempts to, you know, get the multiplier and attach Couldn't it to last the moon. One second. He stepped out. He took one foot out there. He was gone. So timely is gone. All right. Is he? We don't know, but from what we saw in that episode, he's gone. And now the problem is now that he's not there to help, you know, control this uh, overload of the timeline, the, the loom explodes and the blast of the loom is coming right at them. And it was a, a really wonderful scene where everyone is in the room. Uh, once again, great acting with the facial expression expressions. These people, people were shedding tears. Terror. Like what is going to happen now? And this thing is coming right at them. And you see uh, Owen Wilson, like he's just standing, like you know, the, the room is shaking. He's just standing, just you know, shaking and <laughs> having Wait, no uh, idea what's going to happen. Mobius sitting there, like yeah, it's like he, it's like, <laughs> like he's like, he about to fight in, someone, bracing for impact. Like he has no idea what's going to happen. And then it goes dark, and end the episode. How about that? So Q and A. All right. Oh, we have more than one Q and A. Okay. Now we do. Timely became one with the spice. That's right, Alex. He became one with the spice. Question. He became Timely's... one with the spaghetti. Mister Fantastic yeah. joined that club a while ago. Right. Well, you know, Ob did say that. Okay. Well, you know, if you're out there for too long, you can turn it to spaghetti. So anyway. All right. And all the movies, the skin will fall off. Yeah. Could Timely's death, in quotation marks, somehow lead him to becoming he who remains? I've heard this theory, but I'm not sure about it. I don't think so. See, my original theory was that if Victor Timely dies, he can't become he who remains, which means the TVA crumbles because of the time paradox, because if he who remains never exists, then neither can the TVA. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. That could either be A, because Victor Timely isn't he who remains, or B, to your theory that Victor Timely comes back. But um, I'm not really sure on either of those. Yes. This is, uh, once again, you know, the kind of series that I like to watch where I don't know what's going to happen next. Uh-huh. Yeah. And this is... It would be it, so much better if they would just give us the whole show. Well... I don't know. I, the suspense, I, I like waiting week after week. I don't. You know, the suspense is killing me. Yeah. It's, it's tomorrow. It's happening tomorrow, right? Um, but the stakes are higher than ever. We don't know. Um, so I want to talk about I Am Loving Loki, the SSW Network. Thank you for joining. Yeah. All right. We are loving Loki as well. Loki is is is, is an awesome series. series. The smartest show on Disney+. Plus. I can agree with that. What do you think? You know what? Mm-hmm. I want to design a Loki buildable figure. Like you, you, you see this, this. That's Wolverine big right there. Yes, that's Wolverine. I should make one for Loki, and I'm well, gonna do it in a Lego studio. Now, let me ask you guys. I should probably put a poll on our YouTube channel. But what 
what outfit should I give him? Should he be President Loki? Should he be like the original Trickster Loki or TVA Loki or whatever Loki variant we got right now? Because I need a costume. Okay. All right. We can put Preferably that Preferably one with the least printing possible. I'm really not good at designing this type of thing. Okay. None of these buildable figures has ever had a face. I want to talk about two things. Okay. Before we close. Now. The full face. The coffee machine. Uh, the hot cocoa machine. What was that all about? Did, did that mean anything? Do you think. Uh, maybe you know, and I don't remember the 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 the, the Minuteman's name that that was pruned. Yeah, he's um, still alive, I think. You think so? He's just someplace else. Yeah, but, you know how pruning works from the. So was it a distraction? You think Timely was just distracting him so that he couldn't see someone coming behind him with a prune stick? No. So Timely seemed absolutely shocked. But he had no idea. What he was didn't going really on. want to be there either. You know. Yeah. He was fighting against Red Slayer and Brad. Yeah. You know. I didn't, he didn't want to give up any information either, so I didn't understand the you fact You guys are the best. The fact I didn't understand the fascination uh of the, the, the cocoa in the cup. I you know, but, I honestly although, think it was just you know, Victor Tidley's from like the eighteen hundreds. Oh yes, exactly. Right. Like, hot yes. cocoa machines are right. something, this is something new he's never him. seen before. They had okay, hot cocoa, maybe that's they what just it is. didn't have a machine that made them, so maybe he likes hot cocoa. And, okay. and the machine was fascinating. But why? I think he just probably wanted to take his mind off of stuff. Because yeah. I mean, if you just got pulled from your timeline and met a bunch of unfamiliar people mm. who are telling you the world's gonna end and that suddenly your research is the center of attention that you need to save the whole universe. I think you'd want to take a step back and 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 breathe. Sure, yeah. And that one minute, man, he, he just seems so. He just seems so happy to, to to go get some hot cocoa. Yeah, he, he was enjoying it, and then he got yeah. prude. I think you know maybe we shouldn't look like too- that was unnecessary. Uh, exactly. By the way, I wonder what happens if you prune somebody in the space where prune people go. What does that mean? Like if you're if you're at Elias area and you prune somebody do they end up back there like do they end up back at the spawn point or do they what yeah i I don't know that's a good question uh just going back to the uh the hot cocoa i guess we shouldn't read too much into it i think maybe that was just a way to get timely away from loki and mobius so that renslayer right so that renslayer can grab them and you know oh and sylvie sylvie's got something for renslayer Oh well, you know those two don't like each other. Yeah, so yeah. she she walks right into the room where they're holding Victor Timely, and she's just like, "I hate you." So she mind controls Brad to to grab Victor and bring him to them, and then has him walk back in. And Sylvie pops into the room and and then prunes Red Slayer. They lock out Miss Minutes. She's gone. Yeah. But the last thing she says is, you'll never be him. Right, yeah. You'll never be him. And then she, like, gets erased. Yeah. Yeah, she, well, I think she just got shut down or restarted or rebooting. She's like, I can't get into the system. Yeah, yeah. She Help me. just started stuttering. <laughs> Another great line and from Timely. Like, Mocking's not necessary. <laughs> he has a stuttering problem, so he thought. Miss Minutes was was mocking like, him. Mocking just yeah. isn't necessary. Yeah, yeah. That's... Dude, Victor Timely. W Victor Timely. Yes, I agree. Oh All my right. god. And the last thing I want to talk about is the handshake. Did you catch this? So yes. when Ouroboros and uh you know Timely met and they were fascinated that, you know, you know, one of them well, we don't really know who wrote the book. So Well, Ouroboros. Ouroboros wrote the book, but it was based on an inventor that he knew of about from many years ago, which happens to be timely. And um, and then Loki asked a question, okay, well, you know, which came first? And, it's like a chicken or the egg situation. Right. And Ouroboros says, like a snake eating his tail. Ouroboros, That's what Ouroboros, right? That's what Ouroboros means, right? Now, um, uh, so a couple of things that I wanted to bring up. An OB called Timely a brilliant 19th century inventor. And if he had the resources, it would have been bigger than Einstein. All right. And then um, OB talked about integrating Timely's new multiplier with the loom of the present would take a long time, but we, you know, they 
try to figure it out and it didn't work. But what Timely says to Obi is, if anyone can, it's you and me. And they shake hands. Hmm. Now, there's a close-up on the two of them shaking hands. And then it cuts to a close-up of Sylvie looking very suspicious at the two of them. So what does that mean? I don't know. I said to you earlier today, you laughed at me, but I'm going to say it anyway because, you know, you know, maybe somebody agrees with me or somebody thinks I'm, you know, funny, just like Nobody you think I am. You're crazy. Yeah, but could OB be a, 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 a Kang variant? Is it possible? It's possible, but unlikely. Well, that's not what you said before the camera roll. You laughed at me. Yeah, and said, but Are you I'm kidding? Like, I think it's funny. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, well, so we'll say like, so. Yeah, well, OB tell me why it doesn't make Kang sense. Variant? So you think like, it's been established in the Council yeah. of Kangs that every Kang variant looks, looks like same. Jonathan Major. Okay, they all look the same. I think the only deviation from the doppelgangers rule is Spider-Man, and that's because we had different actors, and they're like legacy characters at this point, so they wanted to bring them back. But think about it, characters like Doctor Strange, and now He Who Remains, all their doppelgangers look exactly the same. Okay, alright. And my point was that Sylvia is a Loki variant, and they don't look the same, but then you said that has, that's gender, that really yeah. doesn't have anything to do with it's a gender swapped okay. version of Loki. Well, that's that makes true. Sylvie her own character in her own right. But I see. Okay. It'd, be, it'd be kind of funny to dress up Tom Hiddleston in a wig and have him play a side character or main character to himself. Well, I hear what you, right. I get. I get what you're saying because be we know really that Loki weird. does. That would make episode four really weird. No, I get it. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. You don't want Tom. I don't want Tom Hiddleston to Tom be Hiddleston. the main character to Tom Hiddleston. Yes, yes, wearing a wig and playing the Sylvie you know role. I don't think it would work. That elevator scene would just be ridiculous because yeah. it'd be Tom Hiddleston opening a door and Tom Hiddleston staring at Tom Hiddleston. Right. And then Tom Hiddleston prunes Tom Hiddleston. Other Tom Hiddleston is like, what did you do? That that would, yeah, I hear what you're saying. That okay. would be ridiculous. I don't know. But I, I do know that Sylvie is cautious of the two of them. Just from that look that she gave, that there's something's not right with the two of them. So anyway, yes. Q&A. Go ahead. All right. Let's check out the Q&A. Yes. Is Renslayer a variant of He Who Remains? Let's check it out. Well, there's a question right there. No? Bruh. I just, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Once again, all the Kang variants look like Kang. They should, so, okay. We don't, don't so yeah. Oh, I, by I the way, good point the Loki variants are all Loki. Okay, so it's Alex. all Tom Hiddleston, except for Sylvie. Okay, so the, the Loki variants are all over the place. Uh, Alex mentioned something, and I will bring that back up. Maybe he who remains, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think Obi is a <laughs> Kang variant. But he might have have his own schemes. Okay, all right. I that's doubt fine. that so, he's scheming. All right, so Obi is not a a Kang variant. Okay, and then we have. What if Obi is a shapeshifter? A shapeshifter. I somehow doubt that. I feel no? like that's a really big side plot. To okay. Have. So that can't happen. There were some comments about alligator Loki. I want you to know that you guys are menaces for suggesting that. But you mm. know what? I'm gonna make a regular Loki. And I'm going to make an alligator Loki be the side character. So, like, what version of Loki should I make other okay. than alligator Loki? All right. SSW says, like, Renslayer is a he who remains variant face blue wide eyes. I, I think I, that was supposed to be an emoji that just got translated to code because it's not compatible with our system. That happens. Um, I get it. Okay. I don't get it. It's like a shocked face. Okay. That's what the face blue wide eye. You know the the that. Okay. All right. Yeah, gotcha. it's weird because the hands are always bent right. like like the That's like the Macaulay Culkin look. You know, I think of yeah, Macaulay the Culkin I think look. Of exactly. Or yeah. like the, the, the Salvador Dali painting, yes. you know. Time where all the clocks are bending and dudes like Okay. As we're wrapping up, let us know if you I have- look like a fool. If there are any more comments or questions, just send them on in. Um, we want to not report the news, but, well, yeah. I mean, this is – it's old news now. We were supposed to talk about this last week, but, you know, it's – well, we'll bring it up again. Do you want to talk about it? Uh, or I can do it? 
Hollywood Reporter. What? Right here. Yeah, but, but what is all this? Are we missing a page? Oh, no, that's something else. No, no. That's a completely different document. Yeah, that has nothing to do with the notes. All right, so you want to take a look at this. I don't uh, know how that got Talk added. about Daredevil. So things that seems to be moving along for Daredevil. Yeah, I got, I got that. It. We have it. Yes. So Dario Scarlapane, whose recent credits included Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, as, <laughs> as well as Netflix's Marvel show, The Punisher. What was that? What? Okay, keep I going. Had to, I had to breathe. Okay. As well as Mar- as well as Netflix Marvel show The Punisher has been yeah. tapped to act as the new showrunner for the series, which is in a midst of creative overhaul. Yep. Additionally, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, the co-directing team behind indie genre thrillers who are coming off of directing episodes of Loki season about two, that. Okay. have been hired to helm the remaining episodes that will constitute the first season on Disney Plus. Daredevil Born Again was in mid-production in New York when the writers and actors strike forced it to pause. When Marvel execs reviewed the footage, they had a change of creative heart and decided to go in a new direction. The show was being spearheaded by Chris Ord and Matt Corman, who were acting as head writers, but have since departed. Daredevil is one of Marvel's longest-running creations and previously headlined a successful three seasons on Netflix in the mid-2010s, featuring Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, a blind lawyer turned superhero. The series, as well as its spin-off Punisher, was known for its action and gritty violence. Marvel decided it wanted to harken back to the tone of that first series. Ooh. Marvel will keep some scenes and episodes that have already been shot, though other serialized elements will be injected. Scarlet Pay will write the new episodes and new scenes, incorporating what was already shot. Benson and Moorhead will delect- direct the... <laughs> direct direct the new episodes to bring this first season to a close it's unclear how many episodes it will encompass corbin and ord will become executive producers all right so now, that's it for this episode yeah well this okay <laughs> <laughs> president loki all right you i, I want to say something about this article well congratulations to uh to the um Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson because they're doing a great job. Oh wait, all the Loki variants don't look like Loki because I, Loki. I, I think an I, alligator Loki. I think I, I made that point. And the old I, Loki, okay. classic Loki. Well, it, and, and exactly. The, uh, okay. I think it was a Viking Loki. Can I finish up this? All right, here. Okay, um, so congratulations to uh, to those two gentlemen. Um, they're doing a great job with Loki, I believe, and I think they'll you know they'll be fine working on Daredevil. And yeah, and I think Disney Plus was actually concerned about the violence, uh, how much violence to show because this it is a Disney show. Well, honestly, I mean, here's the thing. Tell me. We already have Marvel Zombies and Deadpool 3 coming out. Those are supposed to be TV, MA, and yeah. R, respectively. True. So I think a lot of people are glad that Disney's not trying to tone down Deadpool. But, I mean, it, what what's Daredevil going to hurt? Daredevil was originally TV, MA. That's what made it great. So Yeah. But maybe they'll have episodes that are PG-13. And maybe they'll have episodes that are R. Right, yeah. The the only thing that, not that I worry about, but, you know, there may be some episodes that we both can't watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you might not be able to see it. Well, I mean, so I would, you know, feel bad I that, think, you know, you wouldn't be able to see think, some of these Daredevil episodes. Yeah, I don't think I'm accustomed to Daredevil-level violence. Yeah, so right. I don't think I'm accustomed to that. Okay, yeah. Or Deadpool. You know, if that's R rated, I'm assuming that it will be. Have you seen Deadpool? No. What are you trying to say? (laughs) Okay. But there's like a PG 13 version. That's that's true, right? They did. Yeah. And maybe they'll do the same thing. Like Once Upon a Deadpool or something. No, I get it. Yeah. So maybe they'll have two versions of the film. So, you know, it'll be nice. All right. If there are no more comments, okay. Honestly, I think Deadpool's kind of an idiot, but that's what makes him funny. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a comedian. He's hilarious. Idiot. Yes, he Him is. and Spider Man were that... like good friends in the comics. Yes. They went on a lot of shenanigans together. They yeah. should do that. Deadpool is a very valuable. Oh, you know what? Marvel I'll make commodity. a Deadpool buildable figure. Okay. All right. So That'll while you do that, awesome. why don't we sign off? Okay. Um, 
I want to thank our patrons. I'm already imagining the swords. John H., Mary B., thank you so much. Um, we are working on something for the patrons. We'll have more information about that maybe on our next episode. Now, we're actually, you know, Wednesdays are supposed to be our Star Wars live stream. We still have, and we're looking forward to coming back and talking about Asajj Ventress, right? And then right. after Finishing that, up I'm going to take Daphne that wheel. Series. And yes. I'm going to do my flash. And episode. Keith is going to take that wheel. The and costume's coming on. Hey, if you know any DC fans out there, or if you are a DC fan, this is the place Put to be. Put them in the room. Because I'm going to compare the Flash And if you love Flash, Flashpoint. you can't be anywhere else Flash. except here. Ah. you got to be here. We're going to talk about Flash. We're going to break it down. And by the way, everybody, can I just say, Legends of Tomorrow is probably... Keith cannot wait. <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow is probably the easiest Arrowverse yeah. show to yeah. get into. So, I love it. Okay. Get ready I'm on for like the, the sixth episode already. Get ready for the Flash. And then... Peak okay. TV. All right. And then speaking of Marvel, you know, just getting back to Marvel, um, I highly recommend this book. This is an Damon awesome Lindelof. book. No, not Damon Lindelof. So this On is Joanna Robinson. Oh, he's given a review. Uh, so Joanna Robinson, Dave Gonzalez, Gavin Edwards. This is the reign of the Marvel Studios, the MCU. Excellent book. You know, anyone who's a fan of Marvel or the, the films or comic books, this is for you. I, I think, you know, when you ever get an opportunity to read it, you should read it. All right. So that is it, everybody. Uh, let me know. Um, I'm big mad. Yeah. If you have any comments after the show, just send it to us on Apple or on yeah. YouTube. You know, Keith, where can people find us? Oh, find us wherever you get your podcast. Our, <laughs> our socials are Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bothers and Galaxy, website bothersandgalaxy.com. Our merch store is fathersandgalaxy.myspreadshop.com. Please donate to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash fathersandgalaxy. Thank you to our patrons, Broaxia, John H., and Mary B. We really yes. appreciate the support. Yes. You know, patrons get every every episode we do a shout-out for our patrons. So. Yes, they do. Yeah, absolutely. And we will continue to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll be back on Sunday. Can't we wait for episode five. We got mugs for your hot five. cocoa, everybody. Episode five. All right. Got, we got we got sweaters to keep you warm yeah. from getting pruned. And don't get. Yeah. You just took my joke. I was about to say that. Don't get <laughs> pruned. All right. We good? Yeah. I think we're good. All right. So thank you, everyone. This is wonderful. We, we, we love doing these live streams. We love chatting with you. And you so. know, if the temporal lube ever explodes and it's too warm in your room, we have T-shirts. That's right. All right. You also have a pot of spaghetti for you, too, if you like spaghetti. All right. Yeah, you know, we got thermoses. Yes. And sauce. Spaghetti and sauce. Yes. All that stuff. Yeah. Bruce Wayne. Yes. That's right. I remember that. Yes. Oh, Flash. Talking about Flash. Okay. Flash. All right, everyone. Ah! Until next time. Around the galaxy. So we have... Oh, the ATG. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, Alex, if if that's what you're wondering, it's around the galaxy. Yes, right. So You're welcome, my friend. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, I had the pleasure of being interviewed by Pete Flexer. Uh, He is... uh, He runs the ATG podcast along with Nick Melky. Um, Force Connect with Chris Ryan's. I, I had a great time. So that will be available. That'll be ready. Please check that out. We'll let you know when it's there. We'll promote that. I really had a lot of fun. So, all right. Thank you so much. Thank you for bringing that up. All right. So everyone, cool. Until next time, take care. And, and we will see, see you again. again. By the way, Alex, you're part of the council now, in case you're wondering. So we're, we're creating our own council of wells, okay. but for fathers.